Alright, how's it? Welcome to this edition of the SA Crypto Market Analysis. I'm James Preston. And I'm Graham Tennant. And this episode is proudly brought to you by Africa Tech. Africa Tech is a child conference of the bigger conference called Africa Com. It's happening at the Cape Town International Convention Center. Go check it out. If you just go to sacrypto.co.za, they are currently running some ads on sacrypto.coza. Uh, click on the link there, one of the ads there, it'll take you to uh, a page where you can actually get free tickets. So you can register for free and uh, join us at Africa Tech on the 12th to the 14th of November this year. CTICC, really looking forward to being there. I'm going to be speaking there, a whole bunch of other incredible speakers. Monica Singer from Consensus will be there. Lou Morkel is speaking. Um, so join us, Africa Tech, 12th to the 14th of November. A lot of happening in Cape Town. It is, eh? Crypto Fest happening. Looking forward to Crypto Fest. That's going to be amazing. That seems to be the place to be. Yeah, 7th, 7th of September, that one. And um, that's going to be interesting. Anyway, without further ado, uh, we've got a fair amount to get through because a lot has happened in a week. Absolutely. Graham, uh, we've had quite a serious spill to the downside. Yep. Did you expect it to be this bad and are we in for more pain? Sure. So how I'd like to kick this off is we'll start in, on, the, on the smaller time frames and we'll zoom out. Usually we do the other way around. But um, let's start on the smaller time frame. So we're on the four hour chart here and 100% and, and things can change in crypto so quickly, can't they? Yeah. So, and this is why we talk about, you know, probabilities and it's usually a 60 40 it's, so you don't want to get too married to an idea because because the market can change so quickly so what we saw here on the four on the four hour chart obviously we've got this this level of um, support which you've last been week's out, yeah. which last week's episode we said well that's not really in play anymore and it wasn't um, but now since the spill you know that that um, now needs to be taken into consideration again and obviously what we've seen here is you know that that really high spike that we got uh, that was back in the end of July, oh, sorry, end of June, and that was around the almost the 14,000 level. Um, and now we've tested, we've tried to get up to that previous high and we haven't made it. So we've had two, um, well one and now two very significant pushes towards that level and we've been beaten back um, on consecutive occasions. So now you've got to be saying, well, do we need to reassess our, our, our bull bias? Okay, and I'll, I'll show you where the real um, crucial moment was. And now I'm going into the one hour chart. Was this last, um, really strong move up to the upside um, and we traded well I, I, I traded this and that, that was the idea that I sent out and um, we didn't get the full target yeah, I was looking telegram for group. on yeah. the telegram group yeah. um, and so I was looking for a larger target there of around the 13,000 which would have taken us to that previous high um, so you traded where did, where did you trade did you trade sort of here uh, this hidden down here you, close to the support so okay. as soon as we bounced off that support and it looked like we were breaking out I took a long position right. okay. um, and it hasn't reached its full target. I did have an interim target 11. Um, I thought that 12 had, hadn't shown previous support. So I thought, well, let's um, look to take profit at 11 and 12, sorry, 11 and 13. And 12 ended up being the real level of support in the middle. Right. So a little bit of Murphy's Law there. But I did pull out um, most of the profit when we got this um, significant sell-off. Um, and, and red candles there, I thought, well, look, this is not playing out how I expected, so let me just take some profit off the table. And right. ultimately, it was a decent trade, um, but it, it hasn't set up in being the first really impulsive leg of a new macro um, impulsive move to the upside, which we'll see on the larger time frame. But for now, you can see that we, we wound up really tight here, and now I was, I was watching this very closely to see, are we gonna break to the upside? If we did, that means continuation. Then it looks like we're really, we're really moving um, in the right direction. However, we broke to the downside. 
um, and that's, that was a very impulsive break. And now the market's saying, now I've made my decision. This is the direction I'm going. Okay. Um, we could have taken a short position there. I, I didn't because the macro move is still um, bullish and I don't like to trade against the, the macro trend. Um, so I had to just watch this come down and now we've got quite a strong level of, um, of bounce off yeah, that that's support, a, that's a significant which is bounce. what we would expect. Right off, I mean, that's a perfect bounce. It's almost. a little bit like an electric wire. Yeah. You've touched it and it's, it's, it's really um, jumped off that um, support quite strongly. However, if we zoom out a little bit further, so I'm gonna to go to the one day chart here. The picture doesn't look too rosy because like I said, we've tried to break above that previous high and we've, we, we've really battled. So this support is crucial. We really need to hold this support. Um, you could make the argument from a bullish perspective that there's this flag um, pattern de developing. Um, and in order to, for that to play out, it's, it's, it's uh, reasonable to expect that we're gonna have a test. And maybe we even come back lower and that, and that trend line acts as support. But now we're playing a really dangerous game in my opinion, because once you break through that level of support, I think there is a good chance that that's the trigger for us to plunge uh, properly to, to lower levels. So right. I won't be looking to buy that dip. Um, and I'm not keen to, to take any shorter term trades while we're in this channel. So until this resolves itself either to the upside, and I think at the moment it's more likely to resolve itself to the downside, um, I'm, I'm quite keen to sit on the sidelines. However, the, the only good news in this um, uh, picture is that um, this, this could give us a nice buying opportunity from a long term. Absolutely. Point. So if we can, at one point we thought we'd never get another opportunity <laughs> to buy a 10. Now we could potentially look to buy an 8, even 6, maybe we even test this previous um, support level that was broken all the way back here at the end of September, which is around the 6,000 level. So if we can pick up you know, Bitcoin to hold for the long term, at those levels, I think that's that's a good game plan. So you you spoke about us being in bull territory yes. um, a couple of months back. Yes. Would you say that macro trend has been broken? No, not yet. Um, we are in a consolidation phase here. Um, so until we resolve uh, ourselves to the downside and downside break of that support level as well as that trend line, then we can say, well, this, this current bull macro trend is, is, is off the table at the moment. Okay. But so for now, it's, it's too soon to say. We could be consolidating in a flag pattern and still take off to the upside. Um, but we don't know if we need to wait for the market to to give us that information. Okay, so you're waiting for the market to tell you where Absolutely. to go next. All right, Graham, that's a really insightful analysis for interesting times at the moment, very interesting times. Uh, right, so time to get into this week's question of the week. And the question comes from Hink. Hink asks, what is the best Bitcoin wallet to create a paper wallet, Bitcoin Core or something else, and also for importing a paper wallet? So we're, we're way out of time on this episode, but I'm going to do my best to answer that. And I'm going to give away some Bitcoin as well. 500 rands worth of Bitcoin at current prices. So it's 0.00312 Bitcoin is going into this address right here. Answer your question, Hink. Um, it's a pretty common uh, uh, agreement that bitaddress.org is uh, probably the best and most reputable place to generate a paper wallet. Uh, how, how does that work? Go to bitaddress.org and 
click some random numbers. What I actually did for this one here was I wrote in SA Crypto Rocks and then you have to keep generating a whole bunch of numbers. It does that for you using the X and Y axis of your mouse and it generates the full key for you. Uh, you hit generate and you have your private key, you've got your public address and then you can print it out. Now the question is obviously, how, does, how do we know that BitAddress hasn't got your private key the moment, moment you've done that? There's a way of getting around that Right, and you can do that by downloading the page to your uh, to your desktop, right? So you can, let's say we're on bitaddress.org. So here we are at bitaddress.org. This is what it looks like when you go there, right? You then, so you're at bitaddress.org. You haven't generated your private key yet. You turn off your Wi-Fi. You can then go file, save page as, and it'll save to your desktop, which is what I've done. So now we're offline. We can still generate a private key. As you can see, it's using my X and Y axis, and it's going to generate the full uh, 99 character key required. And once we've got to 99 characters, boom, there we go. We've got our private key, right? You can then print that. Once you print it and navigate away from that page, it is gone forever. So this one here in particular that I printed out is gone. The only one, the only copy left is this one right here. How do I transfer Bitcoin? Once I've sent Bitcoin to it, how do I transfer Bitcoin out of it? Then what you want to do is log on to blockchain.info. That's uh, the most reputable way of accessing these private keys. You'll then go to settings, addresses, and you'll import an address. You'll enter your private key. You can actually use your uh, webcam to scan that QR code in and it will then pick up the private key. There are a number of other ways of doing it, but from our side, the most reputable way is bitaddress.org. We will put it in the description um, and blockchain.info. Now, if you wanna win that Bitcoin, 0.0312 Bitcoin, which is in this address right here, we will send it to a, a public address of your choice. What you need to do is just retweet any of the recent SA Crypto tweet. So go to SA Crypto underscore and then retweet specifically this market analysis. What we're gonna do is we're gonna say the last 10 tweets that we've tweeted, right, including the market analysis. All the retweets of the last 10 tweets are going to be an entry into the lucky draw. We'll then create a, a Google Sheet um, of all those retweets and we'll just randomly pick one person and they will be contacted to get the 0.00312 Bitcoin. This episode proudly brought to you by Africa Tech. Go to sacrypto.coza, click on the ad, and you'll get free tickets to Africa Tech happening on the 12th, 13th, and 14th of November. Until the next episode, goodbye. Just for now. Crypto is not a registered financial advisory, and the information provided in this market analysis is for informational purposes only. Each audience member is responsible for their own financial decisions, and SA Crypto cannot be held responsible for any decisions made by those within its audience. SA Crypto strongly encourages all audience members to consult a professional and registered financial advisor before making any financial decisions.